Welcome to Lady Lair Live. My name is Ashton Keith, and I'm a chef, food stylist, and culinary instructor in New York City. Every Sunday night, I invite an industry lady friend over to my swanky Lady Lair apartment and teach them how to create a meal with ingredients I have on hand. We drink wine, chat about pop culture, and embrace the notion of everyday cooking and celebrations. This is not your mother's cooking show. Nothing is prepped or styled here. This is real life. Welcome to my kitchen. Welcome to Lady Lair Live. So I think it's no disguise that I love wine. Um, And if you don't love wine, we probably aren't friends. But (laughs) one of the things that I love about Lady Lair Live is that we can kind of break bread but also raise a glass. And so the thing I love about the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc is that it's not only an everyday wine that you can drink, which let's be honest, I am enjoying daily, but it's the type of wine that you can cook with and not feel bad about because A, it tastes delicious, but B, it's not going to break the bank. And since drinking and cooking go hand in hand with me and especially this podcast, I'm really excited to bring the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc on as my very first sponsor. I can't even tell you how excited I am about this. So um, today I'm having Elena Besser on today and she's going to tell us how talented she is because she is beyond any kind of shadow of a doubt. She's a chef at Lilia, New York and she also just creates content for food magazines and her blog. Check out her Instagram, uh, Elena Besser. So we're going to be drinking the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc throughout this podcast and creating a whole wheat Israeli couscous risotto. Um, So not a risotto, but it's like a risotto, but with couscous. So much faster and easier and just as delicious. Thanks, guys. Hello. Welcome to Lady Lair Live. Um, I'm so excited to actually have somebody that I've never, you, we just met. I'm yeah. so glad you're not like a serial killer because I said, <laughs> well, she walked in and we realized that we have like the same things on our coffee table and the same West Elm lamps. So mutually not serial killers. And I just gave her a glass of wine, but would you be kind enough to introduce yourself and like how you would, cause you have so many things going on. Thank you. I pre- I like have That's- trouble sometimes being like, who am I? What do I do? <laughs> Well, you know what? New York is a city of hustlers, so I feel like everybody's got six jobs and, like, five different occupations, and they know people in six different industries, and, like, the world is getting smaller and smaller. It is. It definitely is. And that's one of the beauties about the culinary industry is everyone is really nice and everyone that's tries to be friends with not each other. Not everybody's really nice. Okay. Well, at least from the experience <laughs> I've had thus far, people Most are people nice. are very nice because food is communal. 100%. You got to eat to survive. We're all here just trying to help each other out. And know? most of us don't make a lot of money. That's for sure. <laughs> because you don't get into it to make a lot of money. No, you don't. You do it for the passion. Yeah. And also because we're mostly like drinking and eating great things. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to be happy. 100%. It's like why Europe is so happy. Precisely. They're not worried about making money. They're just trying to live their lives. Live their best lives. Um, So, Elena? Yes. Elena. Elena. I actually have a friend that's spelled the same way, but it's Elena. Oh, interesting. See, I have... Elena Besser. And how... Oh, you still never introduced yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. My name's Elena Besser. Uh, I... Oh, geez. It's hard to describe, like, who I am and what I do, but I've done a lot of many things. I'd say um, I have been in New York for three years now. From Chicago. Um, I'm from Chicago, born and raised in the city. Yeah. Um, And I came to New York to start the video department at this um, food startup called Spoon University. Which is huge. And Um, I'm sure that, like, all of my younger listeners know what that is because it's, like, I feel like it's on every campus. 
Yeah, it it's amazing. It's I definitely it was very cool to be Add part that of that onion it. for me. So um, I have a tablespoon of olive oil and a tablespoon of butter, which are the best things on the planet to start anything with. I would agree. And we're making like a a poor man's risotto. So like a real, real less that doesn't make sense. A much lesser intense version of risotto. We're essentially doing the same steps that you would do a risotto, but it takes like half the time to cook and half liquid. Oh, I love that. Thing. So we have like one uh, a half of an onion. I'm doing a half recipe because I already tested half of it this morning, and I just wanted to see what it would look like when it obviously it has to look good. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm doing two cloves of garlic. Would you just slice these for yeah, me? As you tell everybody your right. elevator pitch of who uh, you are. Okay, cool. So yeah, I was at Spoon. Um, we started our video department. Yeah. Uh, basically, we created tasty style recipe videos. We launched in January. So, what is a tasty style recipe video for those who don't know? So, if you guys are ever on Facebook, it's like hands and pans. Hands and pans is the perfect way to describe yeah. it. So, it's funny because tasty. Yeah, we launched in January of 2015, and tasty launched in um, July of 20. Um, 15. I remember so, that. I went to that opening party wherever it was. Oh, you did? In Flatiron. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I was like chilling in Evanston and Northwestern, like trying to make videos and like <laughs> figure out who I was. Um, but yeah, so basically I came out to New York. We worked really hard. We produced 60 videos a month. Um, I managed a team of 50 students. I created 100 recipe video ideas a month. Yeah. Um, and we just got to a point where um, we grew our following to 100. We One month we had 100 million monthly videos. That's insane. So it was really cool. I learned that. Especially for that generation of kids that just like, kids is the wrong word, but like their attention span is so small to have retains that type of viewership is a really big accomplishment. 100%. So we got And her knife skills are like bomb.com. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so that's actually a perfect segue because I, um, after a year and some change of working at Spoon. I'm just going to share your board with yes, you. Yes, please do. I'm um, shopping up some Swiss chart stands, which you said you were really excited to work with because you don't get to work with Swiss chart. Yeah, I haven't really done a lot of work with it. And I was actually talking to my friend the other day. Her name's Kendra. Um, it's actually her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. And Kendra. happy birthday, Kendra. And she's um, one of the recipe developers at Blue Apron. And she, oh, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was talking with her, and she's like, Swiss chart is my absolute obsession. I, I love Swiss like, chart. I don't really, I don't know what I'm talking about it. Um, well, it's kind of like the new kale. I really like it because you can eat the stems a lot better than you can eat the stems of, say, like a kale stem. Yeah. I mean, really. kale stems are, like, great for juicing or smoothies, but that's kind of like a pain butt. Yeah. Um, but these are super edible, and they're also just really pretty, and I am a food stylist by, like, my trade mm -hmm. after I left the kitchen, and I just find that like anything that's bright and colorful people respond to and they're more likely to use especially so with ingredients they have not used before because you eat with your eyes you do eat with your eyes so okay so spoon university which you you were saying you're transitioning into what you're going to tell us now why your so skills are so bomb why thank you um so i decided to leave spoon and Go to culinary school, and the team oh, at Spoon I didn't was realize super, that super was supportive the of that. Yeah, so learned a ton at culinary school, and then... We actually went to the same culinary school, we, by the way. Did we? ICC? Mm -hmm. I, well, I went when it was FCI. Oh, okay, that's old. old. No, you're not. You don't look old <laughs> um, I have no makeup on. <laughs> you still look very young. Um, 
So, yeah, I went there, did the six-month program, yeah. just, like, buckled down, learned as much as I possibly could. Yeah. And um, I then had to get my externship. And basically in culinary school, for those of you that don't know, like, yeah. what you have to do as part of getting your degree is yeah. you need to do a two-month internship. That's I don't really new. understand why they call think, it an externship. I think that's new because I never had to do that. Really? Uh-uh. And I'm, you guys are taught, like, a bevy of cuisines, right? You're not just taught French cuisine anymore, right? Yeah, no, we, I mean, it's based we in French. We know why, because there's not a restaurant anymore. Yeah, so they That's actually why. shut that down, like, the year before I got That's there. That's why. Which is super sad. Which um, is, like, the, essentially, like, what we did was work. In the, in the restaurant. Right, so then yes, they were like, yes, we yes. gotta give you that outdoor yes. experience so you can grow and learn. Yeah, so basically I went in and sat in with my advisor, and I was like, okay, so I'm probably gonna like have my externship at like the Food Network or like some media company, <laughs> like blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, right. Do you, Everybody she was like, that. <laughs> She was like, wait a second. She's like, this is gonna sound cheesy. But if you want, but I'm gonna quote Bobby Flay here. Oh God! And if who, you want, who is the person that you were working with? Gina. I love Gina. She is a legend. She is the shit. I absolutely adore her. I think that like every single penny I spent to go to culinary school is worth Rose. it because of Gina. I'm not joking. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> that lady is the boss. She's okay. an angel. Anybody yep, who went step. to okay, so we have the onion, the Swiss chard, and the garlic in here, and then I'm adding like half a pound of uh, I used whole wheat. Brown couscous or whole wheat couscous. Um, use regular if you want. Use what you have. It's like not a big deal. So we're toasting it the same way you would toast risotto. Yeah. So just giving it like probably a minute's worth of toast. You'll see like on the grains if it's toasted. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Okay. So you went into Gina and she poured in Bobby. And she was like, I'm gonna quote Bobby Flay here. Who also went to? Who also he was in the first graduating class. Yeah. It's like if you want anyone to take you seriously in the culinary industry. You have to work in a restaurant. It's true. It's very so true. So I'm going to make you work in a restaurant. And I was like, you know what? Okay, Gina, you're right. Yes, <laughs> let's work in a restaurant. And since I'm from Chicago. And I, nobody does. Nobody. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of well, people Well, I also found like there's a lot of rich housewives. that. Well, it's funny because that has actually changed a ton. Or people with GI money to spend. Like a lot of people that are like former army people or did like ROTC or something like that. A lot of guys like that will do it. I don't know. Definitely. That's what I found. No, you're so right. And yeah. I, I did, that was, I'd say the former army side of it was yeah. what I ran into more often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, from what I've spoken to about people that went to culinary school and like, 10 years ago or whatever, yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah, it was, like, really a lot of housewives, and I'm like, interesting. It was. Um, and I think, like, food nowadays Yeah, almost become, it was 10 years ago. Yeah, it's, like, so, tre- now food is so trendy in a mm-hmm. way that it never was before, yeah. so, like, the it, the classes are very diversified now, yeah. which is interesting, but. Yeah, which is good. It is good. It's really good, because it forces you to, like, meet a ton of different types of people, and also, like, get prepared for, like, the wacky people that are working in kitchens and in the industry in general um the the wacky amazing people but so I was sitting in Gina's office and she said to me and she was like um so where do you live and um I live in Williamsburg still do I moved from North Williamsburg to South Williamsburg recently even trendier trendy even trendier it feels like Chicago so I like it there (laughs) um and I told Gina I was like I live, like, a couple blocks away from Lilia. Yeah. 
And she looks at me and she has this like very heavy Which is accent. now like the spot to dine in or at, well it has yeah. been for like six months, it, it, a year. Yeah, so it's been open for almost two years now actually. February will be a So my couscous is toasted and I'm adding about a cup of dry white wine. I keep interrupting you. But, so we gotta yeah, do this. We're cooking. I actually added more than a cup. I added like a healthy cup and a half. And what's great about this though is the fact that like we're gonna let it reduce. So if you oh, if you add too much wine, don't freak out. Like yes, I always try let out. it happen. I let always try out. to tell people that are like so concerned about measurements. It's like don't worry. You're a capable human being. Like you're gonna find a way around. It's it. gonna be fine. If it's pastry, that's another story. Yeah. But since it's, it's savory, we're okay. And so what I like, this is actually our sponsor, the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc, which is how we originally got connected because I had invited you to a dinner I was doing there at Haven's Kitchen. Yeah. Um, and so this is a great, you always want to use a dry white wine, or dry wine in general, because if it has a massive amount of sugar, it'll kind of burn, um, and you want to let this burn off, not necessarily because of the alcohol, but because you don't want your risotto to taste like wine, which happens yeah. a lot with people who make really bad risottos. They'll like just start adding broth at this point before it reduces, and then it'll taste like drinking wine, which is not what you're supposed to not have. Great. It like. not, not great. Not ideal. Not ideal. Okay, so um, you started working at Lilia. So, yeah, I started working at Lilia, and I had known about Chef Missy for a while. She I mean, is one of ten Michelin-starred women in America, so she's she's not She She also uh, owns, or actually, she was the chef at many, many reputable restaurants, yeah. but the most notable in Manhattan as of late is Bix. Uh, Avoche, actually. Avoche. Yeah, uh -huh, oh, but her former um, chef de cuisine when she was at Avoche is the executive chef at Bix. So That's not why. Far off. That's why. Off. Yeah. Um, Hillary Wheeler. Yeah, um, yes, 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 yes. So... Um, anyway, I started working at Lilia, yeah. and um, I went in, was an extern, literally like did stuff where they would like give me a quart of, of herbs, garlic, and they would be like, hey, here are all these peeled garlic cloves. Now take a mandolin and shave them very thin individually, and then use a chef's knife and mince it very very fine sounds appropriate and it's appropriate totally fine but i would be like standing in the back like in the, like in the we're in the polish area like just like for hours mincing garlic and now i'm like, adding oh. like a cup of chicken stock yes hanging out and it's just gonna simmer oh perfect okay and so after a minute um i was lucky enough to like be promoted <laughs> to be it was more than a minute it was several it was six months yeah, six <laughs> months um of like really hard work. I mean, Malcolm Gladwell says ten thousand hours. Yes, in that's order like to a fair assessment. So when you're working in a restaurant that's that legit, yeah, you have to be fully prepared for them to make you do stuff like knife skills over and over and over again, Absolutely. And picking herbs, which and is why people in, your in the army are so good at it. I'm sure. Yeah, they're like, like yes. Yeah, I absolutely get it. Okay, so, so peeling garlic in the basement. Yeah, so I was eventually promoted to um, garm, uh -huh. which is all of the um, small plates and appetizers. Which and is always my favorite anyway. Yeah, honestly, it was really cool because, and also a really great training experience mm -hmm. because what a lot of people don't know about Lilia is there is this cafe portion attached I to the restaurant. I actually that. And the cafe functions all day starting at 7 a.m. Okay. Um, to about 3 p.m. as like a bakery. Oh. And they do four different types of sandwiches. They do yeah. like 12 different types of pastries, yeah. coffee, soft serve gelato, the whole huh. thing. And then at about 4 it transfers over into like a cocktail bar type situation. Really? And at five, yeah. all of um, the kitchen opens. So basically, well, five on, 
on the weekends, but 5.30 normally. Got it. In the week. Splitting hairs. Um, exactly, literally. So unimportant. Yes. Um, but <laughs> Thank you for getting you, the times. I just want to let everyone know if you're trying to go to Lilia so you're not misinformed. Um, but, <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, but, so Garm has a few of the dishes in the cafe. So, from the second the restaurant opens, you are not only making dishes for the people sitting at tables, but you're also making dishes for the people in the cafe. Of course. So, your station is just rocking and rolling, and if you're not ready, when the doors open, you are really screwed. (laughs) So, it really forced me to be super organized to move quickly and just... Hustle. Be on top of stuff. 100%. I mean, that's the point where you, like, you make it or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. So, I learned a lot. It was very exhausting, but it was all... There's this adrenaline rush associated with working in restaurants. Of course. And then I also... Um, Chef Missy told me one of... She was like, one of the things that I wish I did when yeah. I was a young cook is yeah. I wish I spent more time doing pastry. Yeah. And she was like, so I'm going to make you do pastry. That's smart. And I, mean, I was like, you know what? Okay. I was like, fine. That's I mean, actually... If you have, like, a big a big mentor saying this to you, it's, like, worth listening to. 100%. And pastry is actually like my first love and it's how I started getting interested in the culinary industry. Okay. I used to like go home during college and yeah. just like bake like 15 different varieties of cookies. I love it. My parents would be like, what are you doing? Um, I would be like, don't worry about it. It's I got delicious. It. I got you. Um, so I ended up shifting half of the week I would work pastry half okay. of the week. I would work savory. Yeah. And then um, for a couple days I would open the cafe. So how that works is my schedule for part of the week was 2 p.m. to around like 1 a.m. Yeah. And then my schedule for the other part of the week was 4.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. So I was just like... Oh my god, you would do 4.30 to 6.30? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, so it was just like... Are you a morning or a night person? I'm more of a morning person, honestly. Okay, um, fine. Yeah, so it was, it was totally fine. But it, it's interesting because... Working in the industry, you gotta force yourself to be a night person. I know it's so true. I'm not. I was never a night person, and yeah, I still don't love work, it. Where did you work? I then? used to work for um, John George at Mercer Kitchen. Oh, I actually amazing. studied pastry, okay, and that's cool. where all of his pastries are done at, out of. I don't even think it's open anymore. Mercer Kitchen? I think they closed it. I walked wow. by it the other day, and it had renovation signs at. What? But you know, how you never know. If renovation means like renovation. One hundred percent. So yeah. And then I became Gail Green's food critic, or her, like, right hand. Do you know Gail Green? I don't. That's, do like, I before know? your time. She was, like, the original old-school food critic. She was, like, the first food critic, food critic, period. How do I not know her? For I the first like woman. injustice to the women of You the should. But she was for New York Magazine, and she was salacious. Like, I believe it. Like, hell yeah. You girl, gotta be. Like, literally, like, sleeping with every chef. And, yeah, like, girl. She just, like did it get after it I and respect she that. was so inappropriate to me and used to wash her underwear in the sink and like terrible stuff when oh, i was her. my i mean I, I i really do love her and she's there's no denying that she like changed the way that women are able to be in this industry totally. um but she was wholly inappropriate yeah. <laughs> i mean sound the underwear in the sink thing sounds about right to me sounds about right um oops spilling things everywhere so yeah i mean i 
it was working at Lolia was insane and amazing and yeah. like fundamentally changed me as a human. Yeah. Um, and like I will never ever forget that experience and yeah. I'm still very tight with the whole crew. Yeah. Um, but about, about a year in I was like you know what this lifestyle just like really isn't for me. Yep. Like I came here to put in my time and yeah. get street cred and learn as much as I could and I truly loved it and it was very difficult for me to say goodbye. Of but course. I was just like I have to listen to like my emotional And also you and come from like a very strong um, background in production before you even went to culinary school that shouldn't be discredited. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah so I... I mean, that's what you studied, essentially. Exactly, yeah. So I studied, like, theater and film and a little bit of journalism at Northwestern. Yeah. So, yeah, I, did, I made the decision to leave, mm-hmm. and um, it was very bittersweet, yeah. but I am now rocking that, like, freelance I know. life. So I'm doing a ton of random things. Like, um, tell me what you're doing, because I totally have been there and do it. The hustle is, like, part of the game. It really is, but it keeps it fun. It Are you still fun. doing cooking freelancing? So, yeah, so I've been, every time Chef Missy has an event, okay. I'll help her out, which is super fun for me. Yeah. And she's become a serious mentor to me. Yeah. And every time I say to her, I'm like, you're my mentor. She's like, shut up, you're making me you sound, sound old. old. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's, like, her favorite thing. She's like, stop. Yeah, so um, but she's so great. And then um, I'm working with the James Beard Foundation right now, actually. Very so cool. I'm helping produce a network television special <gasps> about their, um, just like about the foundation. It's going to air on ABC Thanksgiving weekend. So oh my gosh, that's amazing. Be sure to, to tune in. Where will I see it? Um, you'll see it on ABC. Oh my on, gosh. Yeah, on, on network TV Thanksgiving weekend. So, so you're so, producing it? Yeah, so I'm one of the producers on the show. Yeah. Um, we've been working with the foundation, filming this the past few months, yeah, um, going to all the different things that they have. So I was a, supposed to go like two weeks ago um, on a Thursday. I forget who they had. I was invited very last minute. But oh, I really? Go. Forget who was cooking. It's actually such a cool spot. So uh, have you ever cooked in that kitchen? I um, have not. I oh. like. I've seen. I mean, we filmed a lot of stuff. I'm in sure. That kitchen. I'm sure. We filmed a dinner with Marcus Samuelson. And yeah. Then another one with Gregory Gorday. Yeah. So, like, we were in the kitchen, like, running around, um, which was very cool to see. It's, it's That's an experience amazing. Like you else. have to, when Missy's there, you have to cook, like, yeah, 100%. Cook. 100%. So, oh it's amazing. Working with them on that, and then I'm, I'm working with Spoon right now. Yeah. Again, we're creating um, a web series that I'm going to host. I heard that you really guys cool. sold that. I read in your biography that you sold that to Scripps. Yeah, so um, Scripps and the Food Network purchased Spoon. Yeah. Um, earlier this year, I think. When they did that merger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at the same time, they also bought Food.com and transferred it into Genius Kitchen. Oh, um, And now they're doing a ton of, like, digital content with, oh. like, yeah, a younger audience. That's this is looking that's... good, you guys. So it's, like, super creamy. I'm going to add, like, a little bit of Parmesan cheese. It's not you a t- always need cheese. You always need cheese. I didn't do a ton. We'll taste it. And then I'm going to do a splash of cream, too, just because I don't like this brown color. That's fair. Really, just I respect that. legit. That's why I added it when I made this this morning. And then, like, a handful of fresh oregano and my Swiss chard. And I had some roasted squash in the fridge, so I'm just adding it. It's beautiful. And then just give that a stir. My, my Swiss chard will wilt down. But, like, this is, like, a healthier... This is stunning. And now that, like, Ferrodo is, like, a thing... It's such a thing. It's Let's make... Oh, my God. Really Risotto. Oh, my God. <laughs> Italian grandmothers are rolling around in their grain. I know. They're like, kill me. Why are you How doing that? You? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. But you know what? 
not everybody. The thing that's easier about this and what's different than risotto, risotto, the rice itself has a lot of starch in it, which is great, but you really have to like agitate it to yes. release it. Um, which is why they say you have to stir it. Far is actually worse. You have to like really stir the crap out of it. But the um, couscous, I find, is like you don't have to do that. It just kind of creates. Yeah, it's naturally really been doing its own thing. We just I let respect. it simmer, which yeah. I just really, really enjoy. Yeah, I wanted to go in. Like when we first started doing this, I yeah. wanted to like go in on it and be like, stir it, stir it. And then I saw you were kind of leaning in. I was like, okay, step back. <laughs> Less is more. <laughs> my client is like, I always say my client is like Upper East Side women that yeah. like, like beautiful food. Oh my God, that's Healthy-ish. So this would be, you, they would be all about If I plated it. this in like a beautiful They'd be like, pot. Oh. <laughs> so good. They'd be like, So the only thing that this might need is a little bit of acid. I don't yes. know how acidic that wine is. You might need to squeeze some lemon into it. It probably needs salt. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like fun to cook with somebody who cooks for real. Thanks. I appreciate it. You also cook for real. Like I'm very impressed by what you've been doing. Lots of oregano. Probably went overboard with that. And does need mm. acid. That fresh oregano just hits you. But you know what? I don't really mind. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it either. It has to taste different. Do you ever cook with margarine? Sometimes. I try to, I'm only using this because it was in my fridge. That's, that's the whole point of Lady Lerlach. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we, gotta, we just got to use what's We got to use what we have. I probably wouldn't have thrown oregano in this originally, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this jazzy and different. So I just put um, more salt in there, and I did the juice of half a lemon. The more... It probably needs more cheese, too. But we're and trying to make this healthy. That's what's good, though, is like anytime you're tasting something, if you... and. A woman that has changed my life. If you're listening, which you're pro I don't know if you are, but Samin, <laughs> no Samin Nostrat is a legend. And if you don't have her book, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, it has changed my life. Um, one of the tips that now she says in it exactly is like, if something is feeling a little flat, add acid. acid. If Always. you oversalt something and you want to fix it, add acid. Um, um, Always. I wrote a book called Lemon and Salt, which was like teaching millennials that the only things you need are acid and salt. It's true. It really the only is. things that make restaurant quality food better. I completely agree. But it's so real. Yeah. This is delicious. Right? So easy. Well, I'm going to give you some to go with. Yeah. Um, and thank you to the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc for giving us our wine that yeah, we're drinking. Thank you. Your stuff is really good. Your stuff is really good. And next time you have to come to the dinner that we do. Yeah, I promise I will. Promise thank you, you for inviting me. Um, any last remarks? Oh, how can people follow you and see all the happenings of Elena Besser? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> as I, like, have a huge bite of this food in my mouth. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Elena Besser, E-L-E-N-A-B-E-S-S-E-R. She's dancing while um, she says it. Yeah, I do a I lot love, of body I love movement. my animated guests. Sometimes I have people who don't even move. They're just like, like hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can catch me moving all over town. Um, but yeah, Instagram is like my main thing. Um, I also like, I maybe post on Twitter every six months. So. <laughs> Stay tuned too. for that one. Exactly. It's coming. Exactly. Okay, thanks for tuning in, guys. You can find this recipe on the site under recipes or go under podcasts and just click on the link. Uh, thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. A nice little closing thank you to the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc. As you guys can tell through my discussion about making risotto with Elena, You'll know that this wine is perfect for not only drinking and having girlfriends over, but it's perfect for cooking. Um, it's nice and dry, lots of acidity and minerality. 
So I encourage you to check out the Crossing Sauvignon Blanc. Grab at your local wine store and use not only for your cooking endeavors, but to entertain with friends. Thanks.